As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to the Heroes Podcast Network. Good morning, friends. You're tuned into episode 94 of Gamer Heroes, the weekly show where we talk about news, reviews, and anything else happening in games today. Uh, my name's Cam Koenig. With me, as always, and this time he's back, it's my boy, Thomas Egan. Thomas, how you doing? Fall, 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 fall. <laughs> I'm good. I'm real good, actually. That's good. Why are you real good? Uh, man, I went on vacation, and I turned my phone off for like five whole days. Mm-hmm. And it was so liberating. That really does kind of sound awesome. Oh, it it needs to happen more often, but low. It just it's not realistic. Sure, in the yeah. Real world. There's there's been a lot of times lately where I'm just like, man, I'm just looking at Twitter all fucking day, or like, all man, day. like, just like, oh, there's emails coming in from like work, and I was like, ah, I just want to throw this out the fucking window but there's then, just like always stuff. sure enough i'm like sitting on the couch on the weekend or at night and i'm just flipping through my fucking phone like, yep it's a Dude, problem I, I mean it's even so bad even when i have my game time where i'm designating it as game time mm-hmm. um all, in god of war i'll die and i'll check my phone i'll just instinctively reach for my phone uh overwatch in between matches instinctively reach for my phone it's just such a reflex yeah and i hate it yeah no i was constantly looking at that i was doing that with yakuza zero but you straight up can't do that with that game because there is no english dub so you have to like constantly be paying attention to the screen if you want to know what the fuck's happening unless you speak japanese obviously i do not but good good way to learn right i should learn japanese just so i can look at my phone during (laughs) cutscenes. you know that people put time and money and effort into Uh, i love the hard times headline that says uh it's like gamer looks at phone during (laughs) a cutscene that took 300 or 3,000 man hours right oh my god fucking hard time shout out shout out to them <laughs> i love they that. probably aren't listening to the, the show but shout out to hard times we appreciate Someday. you you guys are fucking hilarious good on you yeah i like those guys yeah uh so there's not been a whole lot uh that has really jumped out as like really big uh video game news i imagine that stuff's gonna start to kind of happen more once we get into next week uh, yeah so i caught up i i still haven't watched 
much of the coverage. I, I did listen to your coverage where I was gone last oh, week. Thank you. Right? Thank you. You listened to my uh, show. I really oh. liked it. Of Ooh. course, I really like uh, Jimmy and Chris as well. So yeah, that, they're you know, great. that doesn't I'm, hurt anything. Yeah, I think we're going to try to have them on more times than not which i guess for both of them for the show is like once or twice but yeah you know uh they are busy people yeah they, they really are but it was i i know we talked about it on the sh- on the show that we did with him but it was just very funny that chris hit me up and was just like hey you want to do an e3 recap show i'm like i'm doing mine that night he's like cool can i come on i'm like yeah great <laughs> let's go <laughs> right uh, yeah uh, yeah i love that so we since there's not really a whole lot going on, the industry is still kind of recovering a little bit from E3. Sure, there is some news, but nothing you know, that at, I really at, kind at of jumped episode, out to me. Yes, you said somebody said. So, how do you feel about E3 as a whole? And your response was weird. It was weird, and that's exactly how I feel. It was about kind of it. weird this year. Yeah, I don't have any like particularly strong opinions about mm-hmm. much of any of it. There's stuff I'm excited about for sure. Agreed. But, I mean, it definitely. It feels like the E3 before a big console year. Like, I imagine next yeah, year is just going to be a fucking blowout. And if it's not, then then I think that is, like, serious concerns about the health of that the show. Death, no. you know? Yeah. Uh, I found it interesting to... Every year, there are two sides of E3. There are the consumer side that we see, hmm. um, you know, the, the viewer, the people tuning in. And then there's the side of people on the showroom floor, right? And Jeff Dersman from Giant Bomb always has insight to that that's more of course he's actually there so he has input you know he has firsthand experience that people like us don't yeah but also I think he just has useful insight as a particular person so he each year kind of gives a little thermometer of what's going on and and they've they've been the main reason that I Giant Bomb has been the main reason that I've thought that E3 was on its way out for a long time um, the show seems great from my end it's always exciting trailers announcements releases goofy screw-ups you know all of it keanu reeves you know just that's a regular thing that happens but it seems that uh it is better to tune in uh to the show the way that we do it because if you're there the description that he gave is that when you're actually at the show it is much harder to see the show right yeah that absolutely seems to be the vibe that i get like i don't have a big drive to ever go to e3 Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just kind of don't because you do get the best kind of coverage and you kind of see what was going on just because I can like, OK, well, I'm just going to watch this Twitch channel now or, oh, well, they're showing this demo on the like Nintendo Treehouse stream or IGN's got this running demo of some game, you know, like mm-hmm. you can get all of that stuff while just like sitting in your underwear eating an entire pizza. But right. I'm not going to say that's what I did, <laughs> you know. Whatever. Uh, yeah, but you've, you've got. Yeah, you've got it, like other places like PAX. I'd be yeah, interested in going to. Yeah, I absolutely really want to go to PAX. I have not been to PAX yet. I'm going to try to make it to PAX East next year. But that would be super it, sweet. It it just they're they're two different shows, and as like a lot of people who are way smarter and more knowledgeable about this than I am have said, it, that show just kind of doesn't know what it don't know what it is for. That was a really bad grammar. No, but, that sounded great. Yeah, great. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. Um. Yeah, I agree. It's every year I, I've, I'm like, all right, what, so what are we doing here? You know, what's the game plan? Yeah. And when they open it up to the public, you know, there's a question of like, well, what is this actually? Because the way I look at it that I, I think I'm going to stick with until the end of E3 is that that seems like the kind of place you go when you have to work the yeah, event. Yeah, totally. And right? that's kind of what it always has been. It's, it's that show straight up just doesn't know what to do with 
public facing people like you can go and play this games early but like i i that just kind of never really appealed to me like if a game is going to come out relatively soon and i know for like nintendo most of the stuff that they showed off and was playable was stuff that you would be playing within a few months you know at Mm -hmm. some point this year it it just seems weird to me to do that like i wouldn't want to do that from a like a ticket purchase perspective of like i'm gonna walk into this thing and play a game for like 20 minutes and be like oh cool i played this game early like right. coverage is kind of the reason that show exists and it's weird that they're trying to make it not that and if it does shift into something to where it is more consumer focused i know uh gamescom does a very similar thing where there's like set aside like press days and there's set aside like fan expo days but mm-hmm. I don't know if that would work here, but it's a know. weird situation. There's, uh, I assume it's still going on, but GameStop has its own big conference, kind mm-hmm. of their own E3. Is that like sort the of... manager thing? Maybe. I think Jimmy said he went to that. Yeah, uh, Jimmy had mentioned it. Yeah, I have yeah. a friend um, who lives in St. Louis who went to that for years. Mm-hmm. Um, so he would tell me about it each year, and they would have just big spectacle stuff. Yeah, I think Jimmy mentioned it because... Uh, we brought up Mr. Caffeine. Yeah, we're talking about that guy. <laughs> uh, if you're not familiar with Mr. Caffeine at E3, type it into YouTube. Listen to our newest episode of Challenge oh, Mode. That's right, because I have which not which you to have that. not listened to. <laughs> I haven't. Uh, where me and my good friend Nate talk about it, and it's a good time. Cool. We just kind of gush about how cool E3 has been and how not cool E3 has been sometimes. Yep. Up the and Mr. Downs. Caffeine is on the not cool side. Uh, well, cool. Well, enough of E3. Yeah, uh, yeah. We've talked about that to death. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, since there's not really a ton of news, I've been playing a whole lot of games that I just kind of want to talk about. Sure. Uh, and I guess I'm going to go in order of oldest to newest in terms of me playing them. Uh, don't break my mic stand. I already broke the last one. I'm <laughs> so <did>. sorry. <laughs> so I got into, this was like right before a pretty big road trip. And... I got into Slay the Spire on Switch. Mm-hmm. That game is fucking good. Slay like, the Spire. That stop. sounds... Okay, since you're telling me about it, I assume it could possibly be a roguelike. You are 100% correct. <laughs> <laughs> so it is a roguelike, but it is a deck builder also. So it's kind of what? similar to that new SteamWorld Quest game that came out that Derek reviewed mm-hmm. for us uh, for the channel. Uh, where you pick three different characters. You have to go through and unlock them. So like you just start with the first one and then you can unlock another so next one once you beat a run and then unlock a next one once you beat a run with him. They play fundamentally different and they have different cards. So it's like they have like different starter decks. So the first guy has just like straight up you deal damage and you gain armor. And those are like his main ones. And then you have one that can be like this costs two action points and you can deal this much damage and inflict this status ailment on your enemy which makes them take more damage oh that's the one i i think i remember you mentioning this uh, a little while ago where it's all about like the status effects boosting each other am i mixing this up with something else um i didn't mention it then but i wonder I think, what i'm thinking i think about. waypoint radio talked about it oh well no, i listened I know to that dead. recently yeah. um but like essentially you just go through on these like fixed paths or not these fixed paths, but they're like, uh, what's the word here? Uh, procedurally generated. That's it. These paths that you can pick like one, two, four or five starting locations and then pick one, work your way up. And there's like branching paths that you can go through. You can 
like fight an enemy, fight a really strong enemy, which can get you like a passive that sticks with you for the rest of your run. Uh, you can like land at a shop. You can do a random thing, which could either really help or really hurt you because that's just how those games kind of work. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I really am enjoying it a whole lot. I We were in the car for about four hours on the way down to Tulsa for this trip. We were going to do a wedding and I just like picked it up and started playing. And then we were in Tulsa. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, that first like that first couple of days, I put eight and a half hours on that game. Wow. It. Yeah, it's That's, really uh, that a was lot. into the breach for me. And I'm actually getting kind of some similar vibes from this, not in the terms of like obviously this game is way more luck dependent because you are being dealt a hand of cards and then as you're like going through and like winning encounters, you get one, two, three cards to pick to add to your deck and your deck like grows as your run grows and that's like your skills and your attacks. Um but I have just totally spent five minutes just staring at my cards staring at their health seeing what like modifiers they have it shows you like how much damage they're going to do to you this next turn so you can be like okay well if they're going to hit me for like 45 damage this turn and i only have 75 health then maybe i should prioritize block so you can like add armor that lasts for that turn that will kind of absorb that hit for that much damage and any overflow goes into your health and really after that it's just the end, the name of the game is essentially just get your opponent's health to zero, keep your health up, mm-hmm. and read the cards because the cards will tell you exactly what they do. Anytime there's like a... You, you play Hearthstone. So mm-hmm. anytime... You know how whenever you hover over a card, it says like, this card has Battlecry Charge. Right. So it tells well, you... Well, that's it tell, kind of how that works. But yeah, I understand. Right. You, <laughs> yeah, sure. But you know how the it'll explain what the battle cry does. It, it explains what the charge does. Mm-hmm. It does that for everything here, too, that's which nice. is very, very nice, because there is a whole lot of symbols and everything to keep track of on the screen. Uh, Dude, I remember playing Magic the Gathering, and every time I would see a new mechanic, I'm just like, someone please yeah, explain this to me. I have no idea what's going on. It is exhausting. It's a lot to keep track of. And I'm really <laughs> yeah. enjoying that they've really kind of prioritized that. That's nice. Um, there are There's like a daily run which is essentially like you pick, you are assigned like a character kind of like in a dead cells or a spelunky where it's like the daily challenge where you have mm-hmm. one chance to do this thing. And is, if you and I played it at home independently, would we be playing the same? It hand? would be the exact same one. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I'm really, really enjoying it. Uh, there's been, if I ever have just like an hour or so to just like chill out, I was like pull up my switch and just like play into a run as far as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, it gets pretty fucking brutal. But it's also incredibly rewarding whenever you do win. And it's also really fun to just kind of see your strategies evolve as you like start to get like better and better or worse cards in your deck. Uh, So we're like, yeah, you can totally build a deck that's just like, I'm going to poison this dude and I'm just going to keep adding stacks of poison. And then there's also a card that if you play it on an enemy and they get inflicted with poison, it's called Exploding Corpse. And Mm -hmm. it essentially takes their max HP. And once they die then it just deals their max HP worth of damage to every enemy that is on that side of the field. So if you uh, hit somebody that's like oh, super tanky, then you can totally just white and like just burn him down with poison and like what other damage you're dealing. You can totally just fucking wipe out that's their nice. entire side. It's really cool. Uh, Lizzie plays a necromancer in Diablo mm. and uh, boy, she sure does like that corpse explosion. <laughs> All you got to do is take down one person and everyone will die. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I definitely would 
for sure recommend it if you're looking for a really good Switch game. It, it is, is fucking perfect on the Switch. It's called what again? Slay the Spire. Slay the Spire. Um, it, I would I would really recommend... It, it's one of those things that if you look at, if you just look at like a screen of combat, you absolutely kind of understand what's going on. Because mm-hmm. uh, it's just like, okay, well you have this much essentially mana or action points to spend this turn. Every card has a cost on them. They do exactly what they say. And then like your turn ends it goes into another turn and it's just back and forth until one side's dead and if yeah. you die you start over because it's a roguelike but i'm really into that just masochistic I, bullshit i would like to see some of that before i like pick it up or anything yeah totally because uh, that sounds cool That's it is sweet. a lot of fun i'm i knew i was going to really like it but i got way deeper into it than i thought i would I like how that happens. Yeah, no, totally. It very much was a how you introduced me to Into the Breach, where you're just like, here, fucking play this. And then me and Jeremy just sat on that couch and just yep. ignored everybody <laughs> else for like four hours and just right. like we're planning out our attacks. It's very much kind of a that game. Mm-hmm. It's kind of nice to play a roguelike that doesn't require constant input. You can like take yeah. a second to breathe and let your runs just be as long as you want them to be. Really, hear that? It's like I'm playing Enter the Gungeon like all the time, you know. And that's... I heard you said Enter the Gun Dungeon. That was like it's a real game that's, that's actually that's available. Real. Yeah, that's real. so goofy. Yeah, they did a uh, like a they made a bunch of bootlegs for their games because of course <laughs> they did. That cracks me up. I, I love them. Um, yeah, you should really kind of take a look at it. I can show it to you some point if you're interested in well, checking it out. if there ever happens to be a Wednesday where you're free, you know where I'm oh, at. Oh, I, I, I do. I do. Um, plug, 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 plug. Yeah, yeah, but uh, you a busy boy. Yeah, that's no fucking joke. So, uh, yeah, I would like to check that out sometime. Of course, um, the game's not going anywhere, so that's, that's true. a good thing. Yeah, it honestly, uh, if you know you're going to get into it, or like if you know for sure i would totally recommend picking it up at i think it's 15 or 20 dollars. i don't know right off the top of my head but well right now i don't need to buy nothing yeah i got plenty of stuff to play uh well i tell you what i've been playing hearthstone uh a bunch i have continued to play it since the last time i spoke about it um but i've actually started to play wild a lot more so I've never played is, Wild. Oh, Wild, like the mode. I thought you meant a game called Wild. I'm like, yeah. oh, oh, I've never heard of that. So there's standard mode where you have only the mo- the two most recent years worth of cards available to you. Uh, and then if you go into Wild, it has every card that's ever been released, you know, that you've unlocked that you can play. And then you play against whatever, you know, so nothing is off limits. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's exciting because I get tired of playing against, you know, Mech Hunter is a particularly you know, there, there's a mech paladin there's a mech warrior it, it's obnoxious and i hate fighting the same is, is our, our, uh, yeah, our oh, definitely. oh jesus I, um they're oh, more boy. fun than they used to be but okay, that's good <laughs> but it's still the, the issue isn't that the decks aren't fun to fight it's that you're fighting a lot of the same decks all the time okay yeah i can relate to that um, for sure because you know and it's not just in ranked like i'll see them a lot in casual which is where i go to just kick back mm-hmm. you know and not fight the same Sometimes try-hard you just decks. just want to play wizard poker, you know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how it is. It's just like, bro, I, I played casual. Why why did you bring your obviously rank like ranked deck into here? I bought I you know, I brought my jankiest deck with me to just test it out and see what's broken in it. And it turns out the whole thing's broken. Uh, and you came at me with your, you know, you killed me in five turns. Mm-hmm. This isn't fun. Uh, so I started playing wild because I was tired of that. So now I'm seeing decks from years ago. I'm seeing all sorts of crazy stuff. And, and you know, some of the new cards, you'll throw one of the new cards into an old deck. And- 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And man, it spices it up. I mean, it'll ch- completely change everything. Mm-hmm. So I've been really enjoying that, but. Um, my favorite thing at this very moment is uh, I, I remade my Steel Priest deck. So when I was out of Hearthstone for a long time, when I came back, uh, Priest was my favorite class for the longest time. And Priest has a bunch of cards that say, like, copy one card that's in your opponent's hand. Yeah, so not yeah, only yeah. do you get that card, but mm-hmm. you know it's in their hand, so you know what they have. That was always my favorite. So Priest was always my favorite class, mm-hmm. just because I really like making those games kind of stretch as long as possible. Oh, this, and just like long. doing some bullshit. Like yeah. I pretty much always ever played Warrior, Priest, and Druid, just because mm-hmm. like big dudes, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, priest and druid for sure. Totally, you just totally. hang out, you survive for a while, and then you just unload and the and biggest even, and motherfuckers. And it's even better whenever you use their big dudes to kill oh them. Oh my god, it's so, so satisfying. Good. Okay, uh. so so get this. So uh, there's a card. There are a bunch of cards that I use. This one card, and it says copy two cards in their deck. Right. So I'm filling my hands up with more cards than they are. So I, I played. Um, a druid. There's, it's called Jade Druid, mm-hmm. and uh, the Jade. Is Jade Druid still around? Well, in Wild. In oh, a, in okay. A, yeah, that checks yeah. out. Then. Okay. So, uh, the idea is, anytime you play one of these Jade cards, it summons, you know, it summons a one-one Jade Golem, mm-hmm. and the next time you summon a Jade one, it's a two-two, and then after that, it's a three-three. So they just keep getting bigger the more that you summon. Well, I stole this dude's cards, and I mean, I didn't steal them; he still had them, but I copied all of them, and I was playing his deck bigger and faster than he could he eventually just gave up nice because all my my side of the deck or my side of the the board was totally stacked and he couldn't catch up you know and it was his deck uh (laughs) so i really like that because every time i go into there um i never know what i'm gonna be playing because it just depends on what my opponent has Mm -hmm. uh and there are also a lot of cards in there that do random stuff and i really like rng decks you know i'm not there to climb the ranked ladder I play Hearthstone because of the randomness of it, um, which is why a lot of people don't like it, but that's fair. That's a fair reason not to like it. Sure. Um, but I love that randomness because I just think it makes it so much more interesting. Uh, because like I said, I'm not necessarily there to win. I'm just there to see fireworks. 
So uh, I've been really enjoying that deck because every time I play it, it's different. It's a total mind game. And the games take forever. I mean, because every single turn I have to meticulously plan mm-hmm. out because... I mean, even the smallest mistake, since I don't know every card in his deck and blah, 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 uh, the smallest mistake will cost me the game. But when I am doing well, it is so satisfying. Oh, 100%. And, and like I said, every game is totally different. I never know what to expect. Um, I, I stopped playing my Steel Priest deck when it went out of standard, you know, when most of the the primary cards in it were unplayable in standard. Uh, so that was that was a while ago at this point. That was, a, that was almost a year ago, I'd say. Uh, but since I've been playing wild, I brought it back, and man, I don't I don't want to play anything else. <laughs> so uh, really been enjoying that, and now I have more people to play with, like Laura, uh, yeah, your, your yeah, friend, who's awesome. now my friend. Yeah, great. Um, she picked up the game because I was showing it to her uh, at yeah, the weekly one you, time. You almost got me, dude. Uh, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, you got really close to getting me back in. But let me tell you what, the game's pretty fun. I've been playing a better card game. Oh heck, I got back into the Pokemon trading card game. <laughs> Let's no, fucking go. You did not. Hell yeah. It is right there on my computer. You can see the application. You, you can. have you can buy packs and open packs in that. And oh, no. both me and Amy are getting really into collecting Pokemon cards again. And it's oh, great. And heck. we've already spent a little bit of money so, on like uh, buying <laughs> singles online to complete sets. And you. Yeah. It, I yeah, hope I'm, you're enjoying yourself. I am, <laughs> which it's it's good that I am, because if I wasn't, then it would be a disease. Yeah. You know. Dude, but. I have friends who are like, I don't want to spend money on XYZ, right? And then friends play Apex, and they like it a lot, and immediately spend like $30 on it. Right. But then two months later, they're like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not playing Apex anymore. It's like, what happened to your principles? Right. Like, I have no problem with the money you yeah. spent, but you can't say, I don't want to spend money, spend it, and then say, I hate this. Like, anybody who ever gives me kind of a little bit of shit for getting back into Pokemon, I always just kind of hit them with the same question. I'm like, man, don't you remember just like that pure, just childhood joy of just opening up a booster pack of Pokemon cards? That's pretty cool. It's real good. It's really good. And let me tell you, that feeling still exists. But now I have disposable income. <laughs> oh, so no. it has the potential to be a problem. But I'm, 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 I'm keeping it in check. Like both Amy and I are like, we're both keeping it in check. We're not going out of our way to like get crazy here. We just like we have like, OK, well, I really like this set of cards because I really like the art in them. Or mm-hmm. it's just like this was like a set that I used to have as a kid. And I just want to kind of have like maybe... 70% of it so let's just go ahead and buy the rest because we're just like right. having them all in that binder but I mean the game's fun too it's fun to play you know so the whole thing's all digital right so you can play it online uh, there's uh, the Pokemon trading card game online hmm. uh, and the, what yeah, is it's that, like a PTCGO yes we'll have the thing yeah totally um, but no you can if you open up a pack it's got like a QR code in it and then it essentially gives you another pack oh. of that same set in the game once you scan the qr code or enter in the code does online. that mean that when they make the pack they know what's in the pack so that your qr code so it's exactly not the same matches? across both so it's random both times so you're so not gonna says, get the this same is a pack this is like so the new one of the new sets it's not the newest one just because i can't forget i cannot remember what the, the name of the new set's fucking called uh it's called the sun and moon team up they introduced like cool cards that have two pokemon on them and they're teaming up and the art's fucking incredible uh and so if you open up a team up pack then you see a qr code in there 
you basically scan it you get a team up pack in the game that you can open as well for like your digital card library they are not the same pack gotcha if you buy like a, it's theme, like a voucher yeah essentially it's a voucher for one pack if you buy cool. a theme deck you know like there's like 10 12 ones that you can just buy and then just like play with your friends for like an hour or two uh those are one and one the same because those are always going to have the same thing nice. that makes sense yeah that's cool yeah uh yeah that's exciting when my when my brother and i were younger we bought several Yu-Gi-Oh packs and played and had no idea what the rules were uh, i think i mentioned I don't this before think a lot of people do <laughs> yeah we just played until Yu-Gi-Oh one of us ran out really, of cards first Yu-Gi-Oh got just incredibly convoluted in a oh, way that, that i just even our don't even appreciate we just never even looked it up oh that's totally fair too like <laughs> we're kids and we're like oh, we're having fun right like and that's really kind of what matters you know yeah, uh, yeah, those were fun times. I mean, obviously, card games aren't going anywhere. You've got Hearthstone, you've got uh, Slay the Spire. Yeah, you got the yeah, Pokemon sure, game. That counts, I well, guess. It's uh, not a trading card game; it's a deck builder. But right, yeah. but still, I mean, deck There's games. Cards. Yeah, the deck games certainly aren't going anywhere. You've sure. got Gwent. Yeah, you know, right. Which, uh, I, of course, I just listened to the E3 episode today. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Witcher Three coming to a Switch. That's yeah. funny. I still don't know how the fuck they're putting that all on one cartridge. But uh, sure. Me neither. That's, that's uh, a big fucking game. That's a big question. <laughs> but I, I wonder if if we don't start seeing more. Uh, I mean, is Har- Hearthstone's not on Switch, right? Nope. It I, is I, just like Battle.net. mobile and PC. Yeah. And yeah, that's it. Uh, should put Hearthstone on Switch. Oh, Hearthstone. They sh- they Switch should. has a touchscreen, doesn't it? It does. They should fucking put Hearthstone Is on Switch. Is it a good touchscreen? No. <laughs> so I think I've only used it I, I mean, to, like, really to like, press individual buttons. Yeah, like, I don't really like a whole lot of like game console touchscreens personally, but yeah. it's fine. I it, mean, it does the job. It, you know? if, if it was reasonable and had Hearthstone, I'd rather play it on there because it's bigger than my uh, phone screen. My, I really my phone's just, not yeah. tiny, but I mean... You know, it's a lot smaller than a Switch. Sure, I I would just really like I really like the idea of just playing Hearthstone, but like with button inputs. You know, like just like okay, well, I'm using the D pad to pick my card. I hear what and, you're saying, but also the way that the cards interact and the time limit that you have to use your cards. If you're using anything besides a finger or a mouse, I don't see how you could do it. I I, I think I get what you're saying, but I don't necessarily know if I agree. Just because, like, I like. You can make some snappy plays if you like get really used to that, but also like still leave that touchscreen as an option. Yeah. Ultimately, I don't think they're gonna do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I wish they would because I would like to take that with me and totally. It'd be just a cool reason to right another reason to bring that, that just, switch with me. That would places. be a good ass switch game. You know, it'd just be fun. I, yeah. I would. I would probably get back on a Hearthstone if it was on Switch, like full stop. But uh, yeah, I really wish they would do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm probably gonna. Well, actually, who am I kidding? I'm not gonna fall off Hearthstone. But uh, WoW <laughs> Classic is coming up soon. When is that? Uh, I would have. Let me look it up. I I think it's like seven twenty two, which is that uh, is my birthday. It's just right. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh. Twenty seconds, my birthday. Well, gotta play. No, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> um, that's uh, that's exciting. I, I assume not gonna then that, that it's like myself. a Thursday. Wait, do games come out on Tuesdays? On Monday nights? Uh, um, I don't know. I don't even depends. know if that's the right day. Okay, yeah. well, I'll look this up. Okay. But uh, I'm excited about it because I, um, long story short, we have a Discord um, that... Plug, 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 That, like, we have our general Discord for GGKC, and then um, a woman named Jessica uh, took initiative. She was like, hey, are people in Kansas City playing this game? I'm going to make a server. Uh, and she was super kind to, like, I asked her if she wanted to work together uh, and put it under the GGKC umbrella. And she did. So that's cool. So this is the first time we have a game specific cool. 
uh, whole server, an entire That's server exciting. for yeah, it. Awesome. And she's killing it on there because I don't, I don't use Discord that much, so I can't keep it alive. But she's doing a fantastic job, and we got a bunch of people. Every day we get more people on the server, and the idea is, uh, you know, we're going to be split between Horde and Alliance, but we're all going to be on the same server. And of course, the beauty is that we all live close to each other so we could meet up if we wanted to you know have a beer and and all that stuff or you know technically we could bring our pcs with us and and land up sometime but uh i'm really excited about that because even though wow classic takes much 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 longer to do anything and i don't have time like i have less time than i've ever had i'm still really looking forward to not just the nostalgia factor but being able to do some of this content with people I know and that was the biggest reason I had so much fun in high school uh, was because you know I'd go home and I'd play and then we come to school and like the six of us who all played in our circle of friends mm-hmm. uh, we would all talk about it and that was that was half the fun I mean the game was fun but being able to talk about it with your friends like in person man that was so exciting. It's always been my favorite part, too. Like, in high school, me and my friends would always get together, and we'd just, like, talk about, like, oh, shit, I did this real cool thing in Guitar Hero the other night. Or, like, oh, man, like, I did this cool kill in Halo, and that was also, like, the first time that you could really save replays on a game. Mm-hmm. So, like, we would all just, like, go over to his place and just, like, oh, check out this super dumb video that I shot or check out this, like, sick kill that I did. Like, that stuff is always really cool, like, building that community around yeah. just a game or, it like, a, a moment social experience. in a game. Yeah, right. And, and uh, it's one thing to share that stuff online, and I don't want to downplay that at all because that's a huge part of why those communities uh, and, and uh, games thrive. Right. But, uh, yeah, being able to really make it personal like that is so cool. And as an adult, that's really hard. Uh, there aren't a lot Making of local... Making friends is really hard when you're an adult. It is. So it's really hard. It'll be great to meet some people on there. I mean, I've already met people through our Discord and our Facebook chat. Uh, but anyway, that's very exciting. Uh, hey, the actual date. Yes. Uh, I was a month off. Ah, yeah. Uh, which it does not surprise me. It is August 27th. Okay. All right. Uh, so what is I that? I forgive Eight, you. 827. Oh, I forgive you. I think, so. I, I want to say that there is something right around the first date I gave, though. I think that's when they allow you to start reserving names for oh, your characters okay. and stuff. Uh, which is weird. I don't know how that works. But, um... That's a thing because someone's mentioned one of those dates a bunch of times. It uh, was me for my birthday. Thanks for forgetting. <laughs> that's, that's, that's cool. If I you forget, right that's fine. That. You know, whatever. Uh, so I'm super uh, stoked about that. It's also a chance to see more of that wow lore that I missed out on the first time around. Right, yeah. Um, stuff that I only saw way after the game had had way expansions way past it so anyway yeah uh, that is very exciting to me yeah so let's go ahead and take a break we're about 30 ish minutes in and we'll come back talk about some more video games you'll attention everyone in the galaxy this is ian and chris from echo station podcast we are stranded here on hoth and we need your help desperately it's imperative that everyone listen to our message the empire is closing in with every intention to shut us and our message down Make sure to follow us at Echo Station Cast on the Twitter sphere and listen to us every other Monday for all your up-to-date Star Wars news and needs. You can't stop the signal, Mal. Wrong smuggler! Uh, uh, uh. Cut! Hey, welcome back. Uh, so Thomas. That's me. Uh, speaking of, uh, games that drive me to addictive tendencies... <laughs> All of them. 
I got back into Destiny 2. Oh, no. Um, Say it isn't so. God, that game is so fucking good now. What the fuck? Really? It's so fucking good right now. Holy <laughs> shit. I saw your post today of uh, your Facebook memory that was like... Right. Oh, yeah, I'm like, so glad literally I didn't buy like a Destiny few years 1. ago, I was being just like, you know, a shitty, edgy Facebook teenager <laughs> and <laughs> essentially do... subtweeting a video oh, game company. This I was, that. I think, back whenever, like, people were really mad that, like, the original, like, the Taken King expansion for Destiny was going to be $40. Mm-hmm. But, like, looking back, I'm like, no, like, that was worth $40. Yeah, for sure. And now I'm just like, okay, cool. Well, uh, I literally, like, closed my Destiny 2 companion app on my phone to see what, like, quests I needed to run this week to like keep making my arbitrary number go higher right get that light level up Fuck, baby. this game is so good so i had not played since like vanilla destiny 2 and where does that game start i don't even remember like i mean of course the first the first game starts and it's like hey you're a dude yeah you're so destiny 2 tower. starts with like the like red legion like coming in and straight up like fucking killing the traveler and like taking its light so like all of the guardians lose their powers oh yeah and we're seeing that like tra- you essentially tra- like just go through and like you get some powers and you're like the lone guardian who can save everyone and you do spoilers because <laughs> well, uh, it's, it's a video just like game when you're like you're the last spartan but you're playing on co-op and it's like he right. is also yeah. the last yeah spartan. yeah i never played any I always prefer to do like campaign stuff with these sort of games solo because it just like, okay, well, you're talking to one better. person, so and it just makes I don't know sense. if there are these issues in Destiny 2, but there are always the things of like, it, regardless of the immersion factor, sometimes when you're playing with your friends, the quests just get messed up, like for all mm-hmm. the reasons that MMO quests can get messed right. up. Right. Uh, but then with the immersion factor, it's just like, well, I went over here and I was supposed to talk to someone. My friend did. I didn't hear the dialogue, but now I have to go turn in the quest. So I believe with this one, it's very much a, like, you have your own instance. You have to do your own thing, which is great. I think that's how that should be handled. Yeah. And I could be mixing that up. I could be generalizing so about since this. Since i only played, since I hadn't played since, like, vanilla, I played, I also played the Curse of Osiris expansion. Did not touch Warmind, but whatever. I was mm-hmm. like man this game looks really good and like they were i got really just super weirdly emotional at like the trailer they put out for like the destiny 2 new light thing where that game's going free to play this year what uh destiny 2 is going free to play this year if you what? didn't know that i did uh oh uh maybe that was, yeah, that was announced like, a while it's, ago it's going to like free to play and then the entire first year of content is going to be included in that but also they're not like gating off locations and like game modes but like raids and like extra content you still have to pay for <sighs> okay what are you playing on i'm playing on ps4 mm-hmm. but here's the thing they also added cross save so you can bring your save to any platform you play on bruh yeah that's pretty sweet they, this doesn't hit until like september just fyi uh that's that's i fine. bought in because i just could not wait <laughs> so i'll just beat wow in like five days great uh, and then I'll be done with that for August. Great, and then we can play Destiny and Raid together, and it'll be really cute. We'll beat that one in five days as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, that's how that works. Um, yeah. No, but uh, since I hadn't played since uh, Vanilla Destiny, they added this cool-ass game mode called Gambit. Gambit is cool as fuck. <laughs> Gambit is player versus enemy versus player. Oh, dude, Where I'm about that. Yeah, so it's like 6v6 but you both have to kill mobs of enemies, grab like a moat of light or 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Whatever they drop, take it to your cash in point. And then if you cash in like five, then you send a blocker over to the other team to where they have to kill an enemy. They have to kill an enemy that's essentially blocking their drops. Uh, or like 10 for a medium or however many I think it's 10 for medium 15 for a large yeah so you're trying to get to 100 moats and then your side spawns a boss and then the first team to kill the boss wins or whoever has the furthest progress at the end of the timer wins would it I mean how often would a boss get summoned and the other team you uh, so you essentially have to get to are you saying like how often does a game end like that yeah so let's say you and I are on different teams you get 100 you summon the big bad uh, how likely is it that I, the other team, will have a chance at killing that boss? Or so, can only you fight your boss? So you can. So you only can fight your boss. Okay. You actually don't interact with the other team, except okay. for every time 10 like item turn-ins gets hit, a portal opens up on your side to where one of your players can go over to the other side. And like essentially fuck with that team. Can they sh- directly shoot the team? They can. They can player kill the other team. If you're carrying moats and you die at all, those moats are completely gone. And if the boss has been spawned, if you get killed, I think by that other player, then the boss that you're fighting gains health. Oh. So, you basically want to have like the whenever I played with some friends of mine. This was my first Dude, time I'm, playing. Game, I'm so into everything it's so you're telling me. So fucking cool! What the fuck? Dude, oh my god! Oh so, man, I'm, I'm probably gonna get this game. I know it's oh, so good. No. We should we should play Destiny together. It's oh, really good. Heck. Um, okay, well we gotta get we gotta get the gang together. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm game. Um, yeah, it's just really cool. Like the the friends I was playing with, uh, one of them had a really good gun. I don't know what it was called. Pew pew. I've been out of the game for a while. There are a lot it of guns. Was cool. He would basically be our his job was okay us uh i think it's 4v4 that i think about it our job was to we were going to take out the, the mobs take out the moats cash those back in focus on that and try to keep each other alive 
his job was once we hit 10 was to just go and fuck up the other team as much as possible Mm -hmm. and he did a good job good uh and it was just a really fun time uh i think destiny 2 is worth playing for gambit alone uh actually i i would agree with that every once in a while i um it pops up on my facebook memories again when i shared this edited like 10 minute clip of all my best moments in destiny 1 multiplayer (laughs) man i was pretty good at that for a minute Mm -hmm. i i really enjoyed that i really enjoyed uh well i enjoyed destiny 1 a lot just in general uh but i only ever beat the first raid and never played past that um I think I beat it like one time, well, maybe twice, and then pretty much put the game down. Uh, But I did PvP for a lot, and I really enjoyed it. And what you're describing is like exactly what I've said out loud that I've wanted from a a PvP game. really cool and really smartly designed. Like, Bungie obviously knows multiplayer shooters. Well, that the idea of it is so novel. Uh, There is a... Actually, it's it's technically going to be in vanilla WoW, but it was ultra, ultra, ultra hard. Um, so who knows I'll still probably never see it but in a later WoW expansion you got to replay the raid called uh, Naxxramas mm-hmm. and up in there you've, you've, you're fighting all these undead all the time and there's this one raid where you have these two rooms and you can send any number of people into whichever room but what you want to do is send you know have two very similar groups with your you know mainstays tank healer DPS uh, but put the stronger group in the second room right so what you do is uh the first room enemies appear you kill them well when they die they reappear stronger on the other side rad so which is super cool that's super cool what you have to do actually is make sure that the easy side is not killing too fast because you will fuck up your other your strong team with enemies that are extra strong um so it's it's a game of coordination because you want to you need to go as fast as you can Mm -hmm. but if you go too fast you will kill yourself uh, and I just love that because you are competing against yourself. Totally, yeah. Um, and so that idea of PVE, but also you are fighting, but but also the I would want to yeah, be the dude who racing, goes through the portal. You're racing dude. against another. It's it is nerve wracking whenever you're like up. the person that goes through the portal because like I've done it a few times and all I could get a kill here and there. I'm not really that great at it by any means, but man, just. Once you pick off somebody who's carrying like 15 moats, you just feel so fucking good. That's good. Um, and like regular Gambit is best of three. There's also, what's it called? Uh, Gambit Prime, I think, where it's just one round and it's the first to win. But like the boss has a whole lot extra, more extra health. Like the enemies are harder. Mm-hmm. And I have actually not ever played a Gambit Prime game yet to where the boss dies. Like, it is very much just like you are working with your team at the last possible second to burn down as much damage as you can mm-hmm. just to get, like, maybe that extra 20 damage in that will, like, the, bring you over the edge. And, like, the timer runs out? Yeah. 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 Um, and then once, like, the the boss spawns in Gambit Prime, he basically has these other, like, higher level mobs that spawn with him and you have to kill them before you can actually do any damage to him so it's just like this weird kind of objective thing that moves around you're totally going to play this aren't you Uh, yes i am i'm looking at your face right now you're just like oh dude i I, I really enjoyed the destiny one pvp and that's still Uh, there too well that is still there i have no doubt my issue is not the quality of game i just want people i can talk with about the game when I'm not playing it. So honestly, me playing the game more than five minutes really depends on can I get people 
honestly in Kansas City probably uh, to play this game with me. I mean, I'll do it. So. Well, Cam, the issue is hey. you and I are both busy people. That is true. And at one point, we're going to have spells where neither of us can get on at the same time as the other. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Um, so really, it just means, you know, can we can we even get like five people together? Sure. So that maybe, I mean, then we, that's how Hearthstone is. We've got like basically four of us who mm. occasionally, you know, one of us can be like, oh, yeah, I got time. I got time for a match. Yeah. So I've, I've been talking about Destiny for a while, so I'm going to wrap it up here. But uh, Well, I'm into it, man. I, you sold me, and the fact that it's free is a game changer. It's not yet. It will be in September. Well, yeah. But, well, you know. <laughs> I'll still be pretty into WoW. Yeah. yeah, we'll, yeah we'll you see. Know. That's going to take will, so much time. It's not going anywhere. I'm sure that I'm going to really kind of keep going with this, because just seeing the genuine love and enthusiasm that Bungie has for this game now, like their next next expansion, expansion, excuse me, that's dropping is their first one that is entirely self-published. And they are like, you can look and see just how, how excited they are and just like how much love and care like they're putting into this thing. And it's genuinely infectious. And that alone, watching that, that's, that's that Vidoc just got me to like, fuck it. I'm buying the annual pass and I'm getting back into destiny too. Yeah. I need to watch that doc. Uh, and, and, uh, honestly for anybody who's listening right now, whether you're local or not, if you're like me and you want to jump into destiny two, or if you've been playing for a while and you've wanted people to play with, uh, please reach out. Either jump into our Discord, which you can find when we link it at the end of the show, mm-hmm. uh, or just tweet at us. Like that's the best way at uh, Gamer Definitely. Heroes Pod yeah. on Twitter. Um, that would be so cool to get a regular crew, a regular enough crew. Yeah. As uh, of right now, I don't have a clan. I have like application in for a few of them, but mm-hmm. nobody's uh, returning my calls, so I don't know what that uh, says about me. Well. But uh, yeah, anyway, um, that's enough of me talking. That was like 15 minutes. Oh, boy. I was, uh, I was there for it. Great. Cool. Uh, you been playing anything else? Uh, God of War. Yeah. You were telling uh, me that you started that back up a little bit. Yes. Um, d- have I talked about it on the show at all before this? I don't think so. I don't think I have. I think the week that you started picking it back up, we had somebody else on or we just didn't record. Yeah. It's, it's been, been a, a busy wild, month. Yeah. yeah. It's been a wild like couple of months, really. Um, I've been playing a lot of that game, so I know that I'm never going to replay it, no matter how good it is. Mm-hmm. And it's very good. It's really good. It's that game's really uh, good. It is one of the best video games I've ever played. Full stop. I would agree with you. It almost always feels totally fair. <laughs> yes. Um, that is correct. <laughs> basic. Almost every single time that I fail, I, it's like Overwatch. Like when Overwatch came out, and there were the kill cams. Every time I'd be like, what? Why did that? Oh, I see why that happened. Mm-hmm. You know, where I'd always be like, okay, well, I'm still a little salty, but it's fair. Like, I understand. Um, so occasionally there'll be some stuff where I'm like, oh, man, I wish, you know, I wish I was better. <laughs> or like there's something will happen where I'm like, well, I guess this is an aspect of this enemy I just didn't see before. So like now that I know it exists, I can, you know, work around it. Uh, but anyway, I've been playing a lot of that game since I know that I'm not going to replay it. I started it on the hardest difficulty i bet that's been a fun time it is quite difficult <laughs> uh on the very first fight of the whole game it teaches you like press this button for a light attack press this button for a heavy attack bro i lo- i died at least 15 times on the very first fight and i just kept dying and kept dying and kept dying and i real i had my head in my hands and i'm like am i really gonna play this game like this <laughs> uh and the answer is yes um, oh, so you're you're still keeping going? With I it? still I awesome. kept with it, and so actually the hardest part of the game, I think the hardest part is behind me, because um, 
the the very hardest part was the spot where I fell into a pit that has a huge number of enemies. Like you're constantly. I think fighting. I know exactly what you're talking They're about. Like in that like everywhere. first intro section ish. You're walking across a bridge and you fall down. Yep. Mm-hmm. And there are Draugr, there are these fire zombies everywhere. And something that the game does really well, and I, I assume that it's like this, I assume the number of enemies is the same no matter what difficulty you're on, because contrary to what the game told me at the beginning, you can change the difficulty at any time. Uh, it very specifically told me I couldn't change it once I started it, but now I can, so I don't know huh. if they patched that. They, they may have. Um, yeah. that's, that's weird. Either way, it's nice that they give me the option, um, but I refuse to change it but i was on this spot and uh the game does a great job of always giving you one more enemy than you're comfortable with so like wherever you'd be like man this would be easy if there were just four guys right and they'll give you five you know or, or they'll give you four guys but one of them is ranged yeah yeah and you know so every every single fight in that whole game has a little it's always amped up like there's always just a little bit more then it would be like it would be easy if there was just one less, but they always are thrown, you know, and you'll there'll be three enemies and you kill two of them. and You're like, ah, now I can relax and kill this last guy, but, you know, slowly, but then two more enemies or even three more enemies will appear, you know, they'll they'll jump into the fight. So now you're fighting even more than you started with. Um, the game just does a great job of being like, can you handle this? How about this? And uh, it's exhilarating. And when it's so rewarding, the combat feels so Good. That axe is one of the coolest video game weapons ever made. Like, yeah. just full stop. Agreed. It Everything feels about it. so good to use literally every single attack. So, of course, it's like uh, Mjolnir, which is obviously Norse, mytho- Norse mythology. Mm-hmm. So, when Kratos sticks his hand out, he recalls it. Uh, so, that feels so good. The sound design and the visuals when that happens feels oh good God. every single How, time. like, if you, like, throw it somewhere and just, like, run, like maybe a mile or so away mm-hmm. and you like call it you can hear it like ding, ding, clanging ding, 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 against every oh my god it's so good <laughs> yeah oh, i really like so that uh so lots of good things about that game uh the reason that one spot uh was so difficult earlier was i hadn't gotten far enough to unlock really much of any abilities at all uh it turns out that i did have currency to unlock some stuff but the game never told me that which i thought was weird that is weird um it started to tell me that after just like in the first fight where it's teaching you how to use like your basic buttons right it doesn't teach you how to block until after the fight's over and i'm like bro i died 15 times in here you should have told me how to block already like i know i'm on the hardest difficulty but help me out a little bit uh but no i didn't have any abilities so now as i've gotten health upgrades and all sorts of cool abilities the combat is so deep because you you could have just the basic attacks and go so far in that game, but you can unlock different abilities that are all unique and feel good and look great uh, that fit your play style. Yeah, I thought the variety of the runic attacks was really, really well thought out. Like, yeah. no two of them really kind of felt the same. Yeah. Like, some of them were similar, but, like, you also have, like there's this but it's light or there's this but it's heavy and you know and like this one's very clearly designed for like i'm spacing these people out of this area or like i'm like launching this person up in the air so i can really just fuck up that guy in particular you know did you beat that game i did i got the platinum so i just got through um i just beat the second named boss not gonna say what it was okay 
um, the he, he he flies, and uh, oh, yeah, he is very spooky. He was yeah. quite difficult. Yes, because <laughs> um, the first boss you fight, it it's not actually that hard. You can kind of cheese it once you figure out. Uh, the that motions. first boss fight is one of my favorite boss fights in Dude, video it games. Dude, so good! It is so fucking good. After I beat it, oh I, I played it on Twitch, and I made Lizzie go back and watch it, even though she has still had to watch me die, like, 12 times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so fight so, is also oops. hard. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's... Well, it just took me... It was one of those things where, like, every time I died, I felt... Mm-hmm. It felt fair. Right. I just got... I Dark souls it, where I was like, oh, I can get one more swing in. No, I couldn't. No, you cannot. Yeah, you and... You cannot. I would just get one-shotted. I get one-shotted a lot. Not as much anymore now that I have more health, um, but I... You know, one-shotting happens a lot. Uh, I finally opened up the area, and I'll, I'll save more for later because this game is so good, and I just... I can't wait. You know, whenever I have free time now, that's the game I want to go play. Uh, but I got to the area where everything starts to open up, I can start doing like side quests and stuff now. So what I started working on a couple days ago was this dungeon. You walk in and basically, I say dungeon, I it, the game doesn't call it that, but you go into this area and you basically unlock three or four, I think, different wings of this area. And each one has a different gimmick or a different type of enemies. And each one is so much fun, but also each uh, room all the enemies are above my level. They're all purple. So they they will one-shot me. Like, if if I put my guard down for a second, I will immediately be killed. But it's doable. I mean, every enemy is unique and has strengths and weaknesses. Uh, but exploiting those, especially when they're higher level than me, oh my gosh, it feels so good to win those fights. It feels so good. So I am so loving that game right now. I think I bought that game for like $20 when it was on sale. It's a fucking steal what for an $20. Steal. I paid $60 Dude. for it like when it came out. I do not regret that purchase I, at all. I, I, no hyperbole. I think that game is worth more than $60. It's so good. It is so it good. Is easily, I would say right now it is probably the best game on the PS4. Yeah. I watched, at least in I my watched opinion, like play Red Dead Horizon. probably Red Dead Two does not really seem like my thing. And if you're looking at just like I sheer, really ex- want to like Red Dead. If more. you're just looking at like sheer exclusives, I think God of War right now is just kind of unmatched. Yeah. As much as I love Ratchet and Clank, right? <laughs> but completely different. Dude, I had a friend. Uh, I I think console wars are stupid, and when I pe- see people ugh, engaging in all that stuff online, I just find it tiresome. Um, but I, I do have a friend who uh, plays on Xbox, and he's he keeps saying, he's like, man, I just keep getting into the Overwatch slump, you know, and I'm having fun, but I really want a single-player, story-driven campaign game. And all my recommendations are PlayStation exclusive. Right. I was like, you should play Horizon. Oh, you should play God of War. God of Ratchet and Claw. Yeah. Uncharted. Oh, you, oh, you like Bloodborne. <laughs> oh, right. is Bloodborne yeah. too? Bloodborne is, yeah. Bloodborne oh, was like published by Sony. Dang. Well, yeah. So there are a lot, a lot of story-driven single-player yep. exclusives. Yeah, and there's more coming. You right. Know? Um, so, do you think you're going to? Obviously, you don't have to know the answer to this right now. But do you think you're going to go through and do like all of the extra optional content once you're done? I am going to platinum that game. Wow. I'm going to platinum that game. That is big for you. Yes. Uh, yeah. Actually, I think this will be my first platinum besides uh, Undertale, which does not count. <laughs> it does not. Uh, <laughs> I'm really excited to hear about your time with the secret final boss. Uh, it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. My, so my friend Ben, who has been a God of War fan since, you know, the day he was born. Uh, he's beaten, he's platinum that game. Mm-hmm. And so I hear that there are a lot of difficult challenges later the, on. The optional bosses in that game are bullshit. Yeah. But they are so rewarding once you beat them. Well, he was... And you're playing on hard, so good luck, dude. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, the bosses aren't my concern. They're going to be hard, but the bosses are doable. What's actually the hardest is when, like... So when I found the Dark Elves, when I first found them before I got any upgrades, like now... Uh, I got like two upgrades that are specifically like, hey, Dark Elves do less damage to you. It was like 60% less damage. That's mm-hmm. huge. That's huge. Yeah. So before I got that, like they were they were messing me up. Once dude. you once you get to Niflheim, like oh my they just dude. they run a fucking train on you. And they're like they're always like a thousand of them. There are oh, a thousand of them they and they're all straight up all fucking the time. swarm you. Dude. I died so many times on normal. Like I can't imagine how you were doing with it. It took well, you just have to trial and error like when stuff wasn't working i straight up had to just abandon my tactic and try something totally different until i figured out oh this is the thing i have to right, do right. so with the elves i you have to knock their legs out from under totally them. if There's you don't like do that almost no other dead. way yeah, yeah like i ended up having to i ended up relying on atreus a lot oh during yeah those fights dude atreus like, is as it turns out my boy he he does some fucking work he uh i remember a couple years ago when giant bomb was talking uh, was covering the game the the one tidbit of advice that they suggested to people who would would play the game was that you should uh upgrade atreus as, as soon as you can should and i remembered that and that's exactly what i'm doing and it's paying off it pays off so much yeah. oh my god um, uh, he is such a, a great companion and it, just like the last of us like he's it, i love the dynamic between the two characters uh it has great gameplay elements it has great story elements there's just so much great stuff going on there back and forth having two basically two main characters right well you definitely two main characters but like a playable main character and a non-playable main character um anyway i'm super into it i am oh the thing the thing my friend told me about the challenging parts later is that you go through like a trial of a bunch of stuff and if you lose on any of it you you have to start at the beginning you do yeah that's that is that's what i'm not looking forward to there is one of those yeah so uh, actually, what I think we'll see if this happens, but I think when I have one of my game jams, I'm gonna like that night. Like I'm gonna play the whole night, and I'm going to platinum that game. Like I'm right. gonna go through that trial area. Yeah, like I went through. I remember uh, whenever I did all of the Odin's Ravens, mm-hmm. which is a trophy, and it's kind of annoying. But I remember I just like put on some giant bomb videos and just yep. like oh, I, I've, I've just got this guide right here and I'm just like kind of watching this but I'm just going through and essentially doing busy work well, you saw uh, I think the picture I took I saw I just moved into a new uh, a house for the first time mm-hmm. well kind of for the first time um, took a picture of the living room so it's great so my, my girlfriend and I each own a PS4 technically I own two so we have three PS4s uh, cool and we ha- <laughs> it, it's pretty it's awesome yeah, that's pretty sweet <laughs> because before we, uh, you know I would go to her place and we would kind of split it like obviously only one of us could play a single player game at, at the same time right, right. if we were at my place I could plug in a monitor we could both play uh, but now that we're in the same place man it's easy to to game together yeah, or no. well to game independently with each other it's kind of what Amy and I do like 
the PS4 in the living room is hers, and then the one in here in this cool recording room is mine. This is a cool recording room, by yeah, the thank way. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, um, yeah, it, it's, it's nice. It's, it's, nice. it's nice, and so I still have all the monitors that I had before, but uh, in our living room, we cannot use, the landlord told us, we cannot use the fireplace uh, because they don't know if it'll burn the house down. So Great. Yeah, right. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so that's actually okay. Um, so we set the TV on top of the hearth, on top of the mantle, um, the big one, and then the like also still big one we put directly underneath it in front of the fireplace. So Lizzie and I can both independently game and it's far enough away and we can use headphones uh, so that we can totally not bother each other. Great. You know, it's like we can both listen to our game without having to just pump them out of the TV speakers. Uh, It also means that like when Lizzie's not home, I pop on, I've been watching Community again because I saw Charles Gambino and Bonnaroo. Yes, you have been. (laughs) Hell yeah. Yeah. uh, God, that is the best fucking show. It is the the best show. What the fuck? We're going to get me going. Uh, Like, we need to stop talking about Community. You're right, you're right, right. So anyway, I put on good television um, on the lower TV while I'm gaming, while I, you know, am beating my head against a brick wall uh, as Kratos. And man, it has just been fantastic. I did that. I had a free Friday night for the first time in ages this past weekend, and that's exactly what I did. And dude, it was glorious. Fuck yeah. Um, That sounds rad. Yeah. Uh, Gaming is good. It is. So last thing I kind of want to talk about here is we're getting kind of up to an hour. We're going to go over, but who cares? It's our show. Uh, I've been playing Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled. Oh, tell me about that. It's uh, good. It's good. Uh, I that game still holds up incredibly well. Yeah. Um, it is taking me a lot to break myself of playing so much Mario Kart since I have last like really spent a lot of time playing Crash Team Racing. Wait, so say that again. So I am so more I'm much more used to playing Mario Kart and like how like the power slides work in that. The oh, power yeah. slides do not work the same in this game. And I've in fact, that. your characters actually kind of handle a little tighter instead of like Mario Kart's like very kind of floaty and it's a little bit yeah. like less precise. This one, if you like do a jump and like start a power slide, you will start going in that direction. Like oh, it's like kind of, yeah, like it's very much designed around, there's a stage called a uh, Papu's Pyramid, which was, uh, you may remember from the uh, Pizza Hut demo disc with Crash Team <laughs> Racing back in the day. Uh, that track rules. It, it's great. It's pretty iconic. It's like the kind of Crash Team Racing track that a lot of people remember. But there's a little bit of it that's just like square turn after square turn after square turn as you're ascending this pyramid. And like you can drift around all three of them, but it's got to be like super precise. Like mm-hmm. I'm really enjoying Crash Team Racing because I can really feel that there is still a very high skill ceiling. But man, if I I called my TV a motherfucker so many times <laughs> while I was playing that game. God damn. So I so the adventure mode in that game is great. It, well, adventure mode in Crash Team Racing. Yes. I, I don't know if great is the right word for it. It's fun. How about that? Uh, oh, I, no, I was worried about adventure being the word that. You yeah. Were so there's a single player to crash him racing. It's very much inspired from Diddy Kong racing. So you're going through all of the tracks and then it's like, OK, we'll win a match on this track. And then you like race against a boss. And then that's also how you unlock like the boss characters. Oh, I think uh, uh, Star Wars pod racing was like that. Sure. Kind of, yeah. sort of. So. And like the bosses are also just straight up grade A horse shit because oh, they just yeah, that's like pod racing. they like constantly spawn like one of them spawns TNT crates constantly oh, behind no. them. One of them spawns essentially like this game's equivalent of the banana peel constantly behind yep. them, you know. Um in in pod racing there would be like 
kind I remember there was one track that was in the sky and there were two tracks stacked directly on top of each other the top one um, didn't have rails on it so if you fell you fell to the bottom track well the mm-hmm. bottom track of course takes longer so if you can manage to st- stay within the track on the top you're gonna go way way faster well dude the, the computer w- was bullshit mm-hmm. and all the time it was making hairpin turns at right. speeds that yep. you were not supposed to be able to make those turns at so that's kind of my complaint with the remake of CTR uh and I don't know if I'm just if I'm just out of shape and bad at this game, but I've heard this kind of sentiment echoed from a lot of people. Medium is too fucking hard on that game. Like I yeah. had to bump it down to easy, like difficulty for the single player in order to actually have fun with that game. Because the the kind of rubber banding on medium is straight up ridiculous. Um, I would rubber banding. Rubber banding is whenever you are like so far ahead, the AI would like get like a natural boost or like suddenly be so good that they just like kind of catch up to you to keep things interesting uh it's a little tough on that um i also i don't remember i think this might have been the case in the original game but uh my favorite character engine he's always just been my favorite character from the crash series he's the cool dude with the nuke in his head that sounds terrifying it does Um, yeah uh well, his like speed isn't great, but his acceleration's really good, and his turning is too good. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I just I wanted to play as him, but I couldn't like get accustomed to that. So I'm just like, fuck it, I'll just play Crash Bandicoot like a boring person. Yeah, right. It's like playing Mario yeah, and Mario. Mario Kart, right? Yeah. And Anakin Skywalker and yeah, come right. on, like, get out, get out of here. You're stop not. Stop it. Give me the controller. Just, yeah, you're you're done. You're fired. Um, yeah, but. It, there's a lot of really cool stuff about that game and it very much is that older game and I know how grindy and difficult that adventure mode gets which is a little frustrating just because I have that experience with that first game but I mean I'm still currently just absolutely fucking loving that game it's very colorful the music sounds great there's an option to where you can switch to legacy music if you want your game to sound like garbage <laughs> um, I'm playing it on the PS4 like uh, pretty much entirely just because a, like, I have a cool, like, you can see it right over there. Obviously, you guys can't. But I have a cool, like, those, like, 20th anniversary PlayStation controllers. And I just really like playing, like, Crash Remastered with that. It just feels kind of right. Feels you know? right. Yeah. yeah. But it they also added in these cool retro skins that aren't available on any other systems, which is a little bit of a bummer. So, like, you can just change, like, Crash or Coco Bandicoot or Neo Cortex's skin to look like a play their playstation model so it's like very polygonal, polygonal yeah. which is really cool but i kind of wish that stuff was in the other versions so like it's it's pretty edgy oh fuck you uh, <laughs> there's there's no uh there's no crossplay or anything so i don't think that's ever really going to be an issue and there is some extra content there's an additional stage in the playstation version that straight up looks and sounds like a playstation one track like I'm pretty sure yeah. they made it with those kind of tools, mm-hmm. like the what, and then just uh, like, like upresed it. No, like I don't even think that they didn't upres it at all. Yeah, like it just looks like shit intentionally. It's called Retro Stadium. It's kind oh, of really well, cool. There you go. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I I'm really liking that game a whole lot. Uh, they added oh another thing they added was. Uh, a bunch of cosmetics and like customization so you can get like cool different skins and it's kind of handled like i want to go buy this skin well like here's the skins that are available right now kind of like you'd see in like a Fortnite or an apex legends and then there's no way to spend actual money on those excuse me 
but they do kind of like rotate out so i bought like crash bandicoot in his scuba outfit and then like that also changes like if you're on the victory podium if you're playing online or in adventure mode it changes uh like they're just kind of like dance animation that they do at the end so like crash like starts to do his like iconic dance and then just like sits down and then just like scuba dives off the back of the podium which oh. is just kind of a fun thing yeah I like that but it's a good time um it's also only 40 dollars uh how's, pretty rad. how uh, long do you think until they they release the battle royale mode oh, oh god <laughs> 100 racers drop onto a track. There is a battle mode, and I actually, as a kid, spent more time playing that with my friends than yeah. I ever did with, like, just a regular-ass race. Same. Uh, I did that on uh, N64. Mm-hmm. If, like, whenever... there, It's just how it worked out, but whenever the boys were together, it was like, all right, we battling. And whenever any of the girls were around, it was like, all right, we racing. Mm-hmm. So I, I would say that just to clarify my stance, because I hold Crash Team Racing in very high regard, and I'm really happy with how this remaster was done. I would say, I do not think Crash Team Racing is the best kart racer ever made. I kind of didn't after, like, maybe a few years ago. Um, I did for the longest time. I know in my heart it is better than Mario Kart 64, because let's be real here, that game is not that great. I uh, don't know why everybody loves it, and I, I will die on this hill. I don't know why everyone loves Mario Kart it's that much in general. Uh, I've never liked it so as I much like as Mario Kart. I think the best kart racer ever made still is the new one. Like, Mario Kart 8 is fucking phenomenal. I but I that. think this is, like, right below it. Um, if you like nice. kart racers, you should definitely give it a shot. It's fun. Uh, the tracks are genuinely great. They've held up very well. They have like, they look very nice and have like very great music assigned to them. You should check it out. It's good. It's um, on PS4, Switch, and uh, Xbox. It might be on PC. I'm not sure. While that is a glowing recommendation, I'm going to be too busy playing Destiny 2. That's totally fine. <laughs> Me too. I'm going to be playing all of these at once because I hate myself. Uh, oh, yeah. Well... Gotta make it work. You yeah, know, I you mean, know. I, I can't not game, so right, gotta like, figure it out. I'm happy to have all these cool-ass games. And fucking Mario Maker 2 comes out Friday. I'm oh, gonna yeah. be playing that because I hate myself. And I yep. just don't... Uh, yeah, video games are so good. And uh, when fuck, does man. Link's Awakening come out? Do you know? Oh, it's this year for sure. Well, I, I don't have to play that immediately, but I really would like Lizzie to play that. Is it September? I'm gonna look oh, that up. Oh my gosh, don't tell me. Oh. There's too much. There's always too much. Oh, well, that's a good problem to have. But, uh, yeah, um, I think that's pretty much all I've been playing. I've been... Uh, September 20th. September 20th. Man, that's just a lot of stuff right in the same at the same time. I, I still me. need to buy Breath of the Wild, and I still need to buy Super Mario Odyssey. I'll probably... Is that you voucher should, program still around? You play Super Mario Odyssey. Holy shit, that game rules. I know. Like, I... <laughs> still think that is the best game on the switch yeah and yeah like, I, I think breath uh, of the wild is great it just didn't resonate with me as much as i, I kind I of wanted like to watching i think i like watching that game more than breath I like of the playing wild. It. yeah i think what i should try to do is see if lizzie would be interested in playing it so i can watch her play it because it i think she might like it for the same re- well some of the same reasons that she liked uh horizon oh absolutely yeah i mean bow and arrow uh you've got a mount you've got a big open world mm-hmm. Uh, climbing and stuff. Horizon still feels kind of very much like a this sounds weird and pretentious but like a pre Breath of the Wild open world game 
Like it, it very much is like, all right, go to this area, check off these check boxes. Like the the dinosaurs are fucking cool, and that game's story is great mm. of the world, but it still is. I, I think kind it's of like just checking off those boxes. You know? I think it's more traditional RPG, than, right? Right. Uh, it's than it's not Plus. like Breath of the Wild did some shit for open world games, man. Yeah, uh, yeah, you could say that again. I mean, that was the first time doing something that of that scope. They fucking nailed it. Damn. So yeah, so I'll probably get that Nintendo voucher that people keep ripping on as a stupid yeah, thing. Might, but I'm is like, is that still for sale? I don't know. That? I hope so. Yeah, I don't know. I, I haven't checked. Honestly, if it's not, I'm not that upset about it. Yeah, if if it is, I'll probably just use it to pick up Mario Maker and maybe something else. I don't know what else yeah. to play. But all right, yeah. Well, that's gonna do it for the show this week. Thanks for stopping by, everyone. If you like what you heard, uh, consider kicking us a buck or twelve or fifty or one hundred or I mean, I'm not gonna fucking I'm not gonna fucking complain. Uh, just give us some money at uh, patreon.com slash heroes podcasts uh, that'll help the show and network grow to do even cooler stuff uh, we do sincerely appreciate your support uh, i know it feels weird for me to say give us money at the end of the show but that would genuinely help us out to kind of it would increase uh, like do the these, quality of our shows and like get out to see people dope, you know they cost money they, they totally do so we would really appreciate any support you guys can give us uh and if you can't give us any money then just share the show with a friend or rate and review us on your podcast platform of choice that does help us out a whole fucking lot if you have any questions for us or want to tell us just how much you love or hate our voices uh you can hit us up on twitter at gamer heroes pod and your submissions except for the rude ones might make the show uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Man. That's K A M D Y M A N. Uh, Thomas is at Tegan Not Sarah One. That's T E G A N N O T S A R A One. And all of the GGKC info can be found via the show's Twitter. So go check out that pinned tweet. Uh, so for Thomas and myself, thank you everyone for hanging out, and I hope you guys have a great day and a better tomorrow. Oh, that's nice. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, oh.